Welcome to Raw Radio. Hey, we're live. <laughs> how are you? I know how you are. I've been talking to you all morning. I don't know why we have to play those games. I know exactly how you are. Um, the takeaway, Jimmy Pedro, right? Jimmy Pedro, yes. Um, amazing story, amazing person, uh, not only as an athlete, but a businessman, as a father, as a coach. Um, so much going on there. Um, but one of the things that I think, you know, we had a few takeaways, uh, but the biggest one for you, I believe, go ahead. Destiny. Destiny. One of the things that struck me the most while we were talking to Jimmy is the fact that, you know, when he was young, and you can listen to the full story, you know, through his words, but as he was um, watching TV, he was, I believe, six years old. His dad told him, and they were watching Olympics. His dad told him it would be amazing. This would be an amazing way to represent your country as you're standing, standing on the podium. Mm-hmm. And I think this, in, in a sense, this became a mission um, of his judo career as an athlete. Yeah, for both um, him and his father. Both and his father, absolutely. Mm-hmm. His father coached him for majority of his career. And, and he shared some of the obstacles of having a coach, uh, his father being a coach. Um, but also it's not only all positive. His father wasn't able to attend all the tournaments. He wasn't able to attend all the camps. Not having a coach in some of those critical moments was heavily impactful to his career. And then later in his life, he, he, he finds a coach, Steve Cohen, which we had on the show as well. And, and you want to listen to that story too. Um, but it's it, getting these, the, these milestones throughout his entire career is all leading him with this one goal to getting to Olympics and fulfilling this, yeah. this, this destiny. Yeah. And what's great about it is it's not a story that's just like this continuous climb uh, to the mountaintop. That sounds so cliche. But, uh, you know, there was, a, there was a lot of setbacks. There was a lot of self-doubt. Um, there was a lot of times where Jimmy just didn't want to do it. And, uh, and then he, he came to a point in his life where he was, uh, he was a teenager, he was traveling, uh, he was going up against some of the best in the world or the best in the nation, uh, who, who were adults, guys who had already made it right to the national championships, already made it to the Olympics. And, uh, as a 15 year old kid, he realizes, um, Hey, maybe, you know, I'm doing pretty good against these guys. Uh, maybe I got a shot at this and maybe, you know, and he, he even said, he remembered that story. He always remembered or not that story, but that day with his father, uh, I think he even said sitting in a beanbag chair, um, where that seed was planted. And when he, he started coming to that realization as a teenager, that this could actually happen for me. Um, and, and how did it, you know, it, it unfolded, uh, and it was tough, um, but it did. And, you know, uh, the, you know, it wasn't his, you know, maybe in his head, it was winning a gold medal, um, at the Olympics, but it seemed like, no, it was about getting to the Olympics, about representing, um, the country, uh, being the best in the world, uh, and getting to that point. And, uh, and he fulfilled it. Yeah, I love the fact that looking in retrospect as he's talking about it now, when I look back in my life, 
um, it's not that I had a choice, yes or no. It's not that, um, you know, I didn't want to do it. I just didn't realize there was not, I didn't know any better. It just, mm -hmm. the seed was planted so early on. Judo was um, just part of our family. Judo was part of what we did. There was no, there was no anything else. Like I, it's not like I could choose to do something else. It just, this was the path. It was established early on. It, it took me through life and he was pretty good at it actually. And he talks about that. He talks about being very good as a teen. Um, mm -hmm. And then some of the obstacles once he converts into adults, you yeah. know. Well, and, I mean, he would go years, years as a junior without mm -hmm. being defeated, you know, mm -hmm. and then he'd have a hiccup and then it'd be years and years and years again. Um, yeah. And that that path that that was um, predetermined, maybe. I don't know if that's what destiny really means. Um, was set early and he stayed on it. Uh, I think, you know, he says that, you know, quitting wasn't an option, but who, you know, once you're a teenager, um, you know, I think, and once you start taking more control of your own life, um, quitting possibly could have been an option for him. Well, and he um, talks about it. There were plenty of times where, where he wanted to quit. They, like yeah. it was hard. It wasn't easy. I think, but I think what he means by it is that it, it, it's just, he didn't know any better. Like this, judo was his life. Yeah. from a very beginning on and 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 his father was a tough coach right yeah but he also talks about and i you know i don't know if this was uh when we talked to him or something else that i saw or you know conversation off the air um about a parallel life though you have to have something else yes he and, did talk about it on the show yeah, yeah and um so you know that parallel life he could have gone off in that direction maybe um but no it was you know this is Maybe it's been, you know, he worked so hard to get where he was already that that's why quitting isn't an option. It's not because um, dad won't let me, right? Or, um, you know, but it's, it's I've worked so hard and sacrificed so much to get to this point. Why quit now? You know, just because there's a setback here. And well, listen, it's not a secret that taking taking yourself to the level that Jimmy, Jimmy has done uh, or any athlete professional athlete and in or any olympian for that matter it yeah. takes significant amount of sacrifice it yeah. takes I think a significant amount of i'm sorry i think it's harder to be an olympic athlete you don't have the support system that you know you have in not in say, this country and this is right. something new that we're yeah. learning here right now yeah. but it's we've always heard it but i never really realized to the degree um that you know if you're in an organized sport through high school and you know God willing, you're good enough to get to an organized sport in college. Um, the support system that they have, the money that they have that that can keep you going. Um, you know, they pay for your education. They pay for your food, they, you know, mostly. Um, I know there's a lot of rules and regulations on all that type of stuff. But, um, you know, as an Olympic athlete, especially in a, in a sport that isn't as popular in the States, um, like judo, uh, you don't get that support. It's on you. It's on your family. Uh, if you have a coach that's great enough to be dedicated to you, um, it's on them. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a super, super hard road uh, to fulfill, you know, that destiny that that's been laid out in front of you. Well, for sure. Um, you know, after a few of these conversations with Olympians, I have a new appreciation of what, what it takes to be an Olympian, you know, and I think there are different levels of these 
um, achievements, if you will. Being a professional athlete is one. When you convert your life into making living by performing um, in this athletic stage, but going to Olympics and doing this, um, you know, with the obstacle, especially, I mean, let's not, let's not beat around the bush. A financial obstacle is a huge huge you have to live you got to eat you got to make phone calls you got to see your family you got to fly you got to do all these things you got to stay somewhere while you're performing at the highest level and unfortunately it appears as that support is not always there right some of these guys have to raise their their own money or got to raise money period find it somewhere to support themselves in order for them to achieve those levels um so I, I personally have a new appreciation for these athletes. And now I see more clear why a lot of them are leading into uh, these social media platforms where they can have a lot of followers and generate some of their revenue mm -hmm. with different ways, not necessarily from a performance of, you know, in, in that sport or being an athlete itself. You know, do, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Do you follow me? Yeah, I think so. The, yeah, the money's not there in the sport in an individual sport like judo. So how do you um, generate income to support right. yourself through that sport? Right. Right. And if it's, if it's, um, you know, sponsorships, if it's, you know, uh, you're good looking enough to, to just have followers because of that, you know, people are going to be interested in what you're wearing, what you're doing. Um, you know, uh, you're just posing with some gear on, you know, you got gloves on mitts, whatever. Um, yeah. Why not do it? Why not do it? You know, um, you're not, it, you know, it's, and I could be totally wrong about this. Uh, I usually am, but why does somebody, why does somebody like Kayla Harrison have to go now and maybe she wants to, but why does she have to go now and um, do MMA? Right. This is a two time gold winning Olympic judo player. She should not have to get punched in the face. And, um, yeah. you know, she should be celebrated, not a couple commercials after 2012 and a couple commercials after 2016, but she should be a household name um, in this country for being the Olympic hero that she is, for what she sacrificed, for fulfilling her destiny the same way Jimmy did, um, and what it took to well, get there. But maybe on the flip side, so I'm going to play devil's advocate here. here. So maybe this is part of the destiny. Maybe these athletes did everything they could have done in judo, and you, you spoke with Kayla, and, and you know now she's venturing into MMA, and, and maybe that was part of her destiny. Same thing for Jimmy. Maybe he has accomplished this huge achievement on Olympic level mm -hmm. and on world championship level in order for him to be involved in now you know, three biggest you – know, businesses yeah. in judo arena and he runs them and he he's you know he's playing a lot of heads right now but he's outstanding businessman you know and fuji mats and and geese and other things and um so it, it's like it, it's maybe that's part of their destiny maybe their destiny wasn't designed to end with this olympic performance well maybe this is just the start of what it should be well, yeah, I mean, but then what is what we have to decide then, or they had to, you know, we talked about earlier, and Jimmy talked about it too. It was, you know, a seed that was planted as a six-year-old. So you would think that 
you know, the destiny was the Olympic games, making the team and then maybe getting on the podium, which he did do. Um, but also I wonder if it's, if it's sweeter for them, not having that support at the end and getting through it. And we did this in spite of the fact that we didn't really have national support, um, that we didn't have, um, checks coming in all the time, um, to get us across, you know, the ocean to compete all over Europe and in Russia and in Japan. Um, maybe it's sweeter saying, Hey, we did this. You know, my father sacrificed so much. My coaches sacrificed so much. My family sacrificed so much. And, I sacrificed so much to, to fulfill this. Um, maybe it's sweeter to do it in spite of all those other obstacles. Maybe. I guess we'll I never know. know. I uh, won't. Or will we? <laughs> maybe you should go to Olympics. You think so? Maybe, you, maybe yeah. you should You should take that path and take that journey, then come uh, back and report back to us. Sure. What sport do you think I should uh, focus <laughs> on? Uh, Crawling? I, there, <laughs> curling? Maybe. I don't know. What is the... Uh, the, for the the fat out of shape middle aged uh, uh, procrastinator, what sport would I excel in? I uh, can't wait for the interview that we'll do with you. With me? Uh, it'll be a fun one. Yeah, I've got a lot of good stories to tell. Unfortunately, none of, none of them are about sacrifice or destiny, but I've got some good ones. Um, so, but I think overall, listen. If the bottom line is, if you want to hear a true story of an Olympian who took a lot of sacrifices and to to drive through the destiny of his life that was established early on in his life, listen to Jimmy Pedro's story. I mean, it is, and do more research on this. Don't listen to only our episodes. Actually, find out who he is because what an amazing story, what an amazing yeah. life from a beginning on as an athlete all the way up to the Olympics through the struggles and successes, and clearly he is successful and now leading a business professional life and again still involved in judo ju- sport of judo actively with very strong views of what judo should look like and what mm-hmm. is missing today so yeah. tune in yeah definitely tune in um and i'm gonna say uh support judo take judo don't dismiss it <laughs> uh it is gonna help you if you are in uh bjj or anything else, don't let wrestlers tell you it's no good. Um, take it, support it. Uh, it's an important sport um, across the world, and it needs to be more important here. Come on, buddy. I'll throw you a few times. Uh, I didn't say I was going to take it. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll put my Fuji. Ooh, I, is that? Can I get any uh, support for that? I'm going to go home, uh, <laughs> get the Fuji gi out of the closet, and I'll see you on Saturday morning. <laughs> Sounds good, Gary. All right. Take care. That was a good one. Take care. Uh You too. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.